Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So I know a small amount of stress can be helpful, you know, like when we're encouraging our kids to like rise above the challenge. But like what I'm struggling with is knowing when it's too much for them. I totally agree. Particularly with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, it's hard to know that balance as parents. We recently joined Little Otter, and it's really helping my family. Their expert at parenting support is really great. allows us to message, schedule appointments, track our family's progress, all in the app. That's perfect. All the information online can be overwhelming, and it can be hard to know what to trust, because I don't know sometimes when they tell me to, like, just use soybean oil, and I don't think that's going to work. It just adds more stress, is my point. Yeah, soybean oil can be confusing, but Little Otter removes the stress and provides expert evidence-based guidance and support. Check out their website, littleotterhealth.com, for more information. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, everybody. My name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. The game starts. Hey, dummy. Cheers. Look at us. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. Uh, it's been a minute. Hold, hold on, Mika. It has been two months. I should have looked has this up really before we recorded. Long? It's been a while because we had a COVID scare and then a COVID scare and then COVID. And then a COVID and confirmed. Then COVID again. Or just like slowly everyone was getting Slowly passing. Yeah. You took the approach of slowly passing mm-hmm. it through your family. So it just sort of stretches out the experience like tap. Mm-hmm. COVID taffy. COVID taffy. COVID taffy. That's a really gross. That sounds like. It's, that sounds like something that comes out of your nose. Your I don't even. Yeah. COVID taffy. <laughs> Are you getting COVID taffy uh, yet? And oh, yeah. You, I've had it for a week. And then you were going. To a wedding. Yep, I went to my brother's wedding. Yeah, so it's been a minute since we've got to actually sit down together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, feels nice. It does good. feel nice not to... I know a lot of people take Zoom meetings. It's not for me. Not for not for the the timing of the conversation that we like to have. Sure. It's just, yeah, just, you know, our vibe. Our vibe is real, and it's here. And it's... Uh, we're back. And we're, we're back. drinking... Uh, What'd you bring us? Formless Reflections... This murky india pale ale from the brewery pure project and you got, you brought this when you from down in your i trip. went to carlsbad this uh-huh. weekend okay. um that was just a fun nightmare <laughs> in that we were supposed to go to a cabin sure and then um and then uh there was suddenly a fire in California. Nearby. Yeah. Well, it's been 115 degrees here for two and a half months straight, and then the wind started blowing. And, and let me tell you something. <laughs> what? I? It's, a, it's a pretty typical addition math problem here in California. It's pretty hard. It's, well, here's the thing. We were supposed to go to the cabin, and then we got COVID. We we're going to go that weekend, and then we all got it. And right. it's like, okay. And luckily, the person who uh, we were like airbnb the cabin from, was nice enough to be like, we can move it to this weekend. We went, great, we're going to go then. And then that was the thing. <clears throat> Playing it safe after getting COVID and keeping a distance and all that stuff. And then uh, 
it was just clear this this uh, cabin owner was just like would have liked the sale because they reached out and were like, so there's a local fire. It's your call, but <laughs> my neighbors across the street have been evacuated. <laughs> I don't know if you're a gambling man. I don't know. If you guys already smoke, what's the difference? Right. And so uh, we found like another uh, cabin that we were about to like lock in and then saw there was another California wildfire mm-hmm. closing in on that. Mm-hmm. So we went to Carlsbad, which is outside of the San Diego area and sure. not a cabin at all. I say sure. Like, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> no, I'm a geography man. Sure. Whatever you say, uh, Kevin. <laughs> but what was really funny is we had told our kids we're going to the cabin this weekend. Then we get COVID. We're not going to the cabin. And then, yeah. um, liars, we're going to the cabin this weekend. Never mind, It's on fire. Uh, we're not going to the cabin. Mm-hmm. And then we found a house and all weekend long, my kids were like, love this cabin. It was just house. <laughs> this cabin is legit. This cabin is cool. What I like about it is the houses that are really close by and the paper boy. And you can walk to the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, sometimes it's nice to just step out. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I know you're, I know you're joking, but yeah, it's nice to just step away for a second. just to get, you know, break up the, uh, the monotony, especially maybe nice. just early in the, when it's like, we've just been in school for about a month. So you know, it was it's intense. <laughs> it can be an intense first month of school. Well, we can lean into it because I'll talk about it for a little bit longer, but it was leading into something else because it was our last hurrah for one of my children because, um, and which that's what really made it fun was getting to hang out with the kids and getting to hang out with my parents and my grandfather was there and then my brother and sister. That was the main reason we were getting the cabin. Yeah. We were so desperate to not just be like, let's just move it to, because my grandfather lives in Massachusetts was in town. So we had four generations under one roof. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And it was the last rock because my son and your daughter started preschool. Started preschool. This and week. What a big deal it is, I think. If that's how I For felt. For your youngest. <laughs> For your last planned child, yeah, to I mean, start preschool, yeah, for your last planned child, we both have, we both uh, paid for it vasectomies. Mm-hmm. We both paid for a person to sever the ties, mm-hmm. um, cut the freeway off. <laughs> so talk about a forest fire, yeah. So t- yeah, talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so to know that, like, we've been, and again, we've been stay-at-home dads the entire time. We always decided to be stay-at-home dads when we started having kids. Not to say that our responsibilities are out the window now, because you still got to pick up now two different kids from two different schools. I've been drunk for 48 hours. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but knowing that like you're the youngest little kid that was now your last little buddy, I took this really hard. I'll be honest. Yeah? Like, having my last little ride-or-die buddy that mm-hmm. in the day that you take everywhere, everywhere. because you're the stay-at-home dad and, or the sta- whatever, stay-at-home parent, mm-hmm. and you're taking them to school. I mean, and you're taking them to drop off. You're taking them to this. We go to the zoo. We used to go to the zoo all the time. You know, yeah. like all these things. All that freewheeling schedule is kind of like gone now because it's you're going to go to preschool and you go to my, you know, my son's in second grade. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it, man. I could feel the weight of the experience as we got closer and closer and closer and i just knew that was like not gonna be easy for me yeah and like yeah we i mean now i'll say this having both of our children going you know your son's three Mm -hmm. 
My daughter's four. Yeah. Going into the same little class. There's only like eight kids. It's at the park and rec center, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, we got lucky. I think we talked about this on the podcast that we got lucky. We got them in at the same time. They're in the same class together, which I think is important to me because they were, I mean, complete COVID children, basically. Yeah. You know, it was the pod. Most of their whole experience in life was mostly like, we don't go anywhere because well, especially it's especially last year. So the first year, it was our whole family was a pod, and that yeah. was all well and good. But then last year, your son and my daughter went to school. Yeah. And then we were stuck with those awful children <laughs> yeah. that we suddenly missed. Anyway, all that to say, it just kind of all boils down to like, here we go. This is going to be, we're now going to have like four days a week. And this is, we've been talking about this for a long time. Well, yeah. What we've been working on together for a long time, we've, <laughs> we need the time desperately to work yeah. on stuff together. Um, but at the same time, it just means like it, it all comes at a cost is what it felt like. Yeah. And so just riding up to the day, I was like, I was just kind of dreading it, even though yeah. I was I was excited for her, but also dreading it. Mm. And yeah, it went, went well. They both walked in and started playing together. And I think, I think my daughter was welling up a little bit, but ultimately she was okay. She dealt with it, but I was a mess. I got in the car. <laughs> Started crying. And so the, you don't know that she was welling up. You just couldn't see her I clearly. couldn't see anything. She was probably fine. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. It was nice outside. It's California. But I wore, I wore sunglasses intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, I, I lost it. I lost it all the way home. And then was like still just like hanging out in the kitchen. Here's the funny thing. I'll ask you what you did when you got home. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Oh my God, what did I you come do? home to the house for the first time. And for four days a week now, we're going to get three hours. I think what is, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. You go, they go for three hours, four days a week, which is not that long, but it's long enough for us to think like, oh, God, I can really use those three hours to get some work done. Mm-hmm. But I went home and like reheated up my coffee like I normally <laughs> would do and sat in the kitchen for like 45 minutes. Uh-huh. Didn't even know what to do. Just like looked at messages and emails on my phone and kind of just messed around my phone for a while. And it's yeah. like, and then my mom called to see how I was doing. And I kind of like lost it all over again talking to her. And I was like, and so eventually after I got off the phone where I was like, I got to do, I got to pick something to do here. I'm just yeah. going to do this for like the whole three hours. Yeah. So I was fine. It just hit me. I wasn't necessarily really sad or anything. It just hit me like hard emotionally that I was just kind of like that moment in our lives as dads as stay-at-home dads mm-hmm. is over like that like wake up in the morning with the little one and you got all day long with them which again admittedly at times was like way too much yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course we i'll admit we still had the days it wasn't all you know singing and dancing but sometimes it was too much singing. sometimes and dancing. it was too much singing and dancing. Can we and just singing stop stop it because Shh. we did it the same song too many times in a row shut up Sorry, I didn't mean to say something. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. We don't use words like that. And I know I, yeah. Anyway, that's how, that's how it happened for me. Were you, you came home and you did balloons right away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you did sing and dance. I haven't been to a bar when the sun was up in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I walked in. Said hi to all my old friends. <laughs> I can't be, is that Kevin? We still have your chair. You're salt and pepper. You must have just put both of your children in school. The usual. He's it's also nice a to go to, yeah, nice to, go to the bar in the yeah. old west. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called the it's called the uh, the mine. We have whiskey and we have whiskey. We have whiskey and not open your bottle with a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> 
But how did it I mean? How did, did it hit you? I mean, you're a, you're a robot. You don't care. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, I can't care. I can't wait to get rid of that. No, it hit me uh, the same. I mean, it's hard with the last one. Um, you know, I, I remember being emotional when my daughter started preschool, but my son mm-hmm. was born. And, uh, but now, yeah, now that the youngest, it's like not quite empty nest. Cause like you said, it's only three hours, which do go by pretty quick, but, uh, yeah, you're right. It's weird. So like, all right, they're all off at school. We got home. It was a weird feeling. Like that was probably, it hit me again like, there too. No you, kids here. Yeah. There was quiet in the house. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. That was like the weirdest thing. For me. That's why I kind of just sat there. I was like, well, there's like no one to come up and bother me and ask me questions. But also I kind of wish there was, you know, yeah. it was a weird feeling. Um, I was, obviously it's bittersweet. And I know that's what you're saying too. Yeah. I was excited for my son more than anything because all of, so yeah, he had hung out with your daughter throughout this whole two yeah, three yeah. years. And we were lucky there, I think, to have at least some... I mean, I know people don't have that necessarily community, but our pod, that, our, that our pod was like four kids felt pretty good, at least. Pretty Some good. Era, and, and it's a little bit of a different age group there. So it's I'm happy that they get to have something that's theirs, which is yes. one of the hardest things about having... Of being the youngest. Yeah. Is it's always... Let's play with the older kids and their friends. Let's go to the older kids' birthday party, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, they don't really notice that, especially at their age. Daughter's four, mine's three. They're not noticing that stuff. If we pretend they do, that's projecting. Kids are playing with them. That's all they care about. Sure. But, but for me personally, I'm happy to see him going into a classroom, having kids his age that are yelling goodbye to him at the end of the day when he's leaving. Yeah. Um, that your daughter and him are like, get out of school. And the first thing they want to do is play together on the playground. Yeah. There's a playground right there. It's like, go for it. I am so excited uh, for that for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely emotional and weird. It was a weird feeling more than anything coming home yeah. and being like, there's no kids here. And being like, there's no kids here. Because like we've had with my daughter at school that we've had quiet moments in the house where he goes to the bathroom or he goes and plays with his blocks and you can be quiet. But when you're like, there's no kids here. You hear the quiet and you register the quiet and realize the quiet isn't just your kids being quiet. It's that there's no kids in the house. It's also like the void of that responsibility for a little while. Yeah. Like you could, you could go home, you could leave all of a sudden and right or whatever, you know, like, and, and, right. and so that, that sort of like freedom, like I said, the void of that responsibility felt yeah, is kind of like the combination of what I think felt weird. Yeah. That's like, I'm gonna have to get used to this. Like I said, We've been we've been saying this for like a year. Like, we got to get our kids in preschool so we can get some more work done. But yes, hundred percent excited for them to get the experience. Is that something you feel like you're the you're the youngest, right? Of your of mm-hmm. your siblings. So yes, is that something you speak on? That is that something you remember feeling as a kid? Like it always kind of felt like I'm going to my older brother's thing, my older brother's friends. A lot of when it was like you had two older brothers, right? So is that like a a feeling that you're sort of conscious around? That maybe identify with your son a little bit that he's the youngest. Not he only has one sibling, but still, man, I don't know. I don't have a therapist. <laughs> it's me right here, buddy. It's just you and me and I all the people you, listening. I can't, how many times I have to tell you no? <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm not certified, but I listen to other podcasts. That's 
Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. I comment aggressively on people's <laughs> opinions online. I believe me. I know Five star review, about, but yeah. trust me, I'm going to blow you yeah. up if you make a mistake. <laughs> I definitely have a memory of that. Um, and I really looked and look up to my brother. Um, and so, yeah, there was definitely a part of like going to his, not that like, not that I didn't have friends. I definitely did. But I remember going to his college parties, which was really fun to do because it's like older kids and partying and stuff. Sure. So I don't know. Maybe there's a part of that that I'm, like I said, projecting. I'm well aware, again, that he does not think that or process that. He mm-hmm. is happy to have someone play with him, and he doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. And the kids that are older are still young enough to not have a strong opinion about him. Being mm-hmm. like, what's with the baby here? Which will eventually happen. <laughs> Exactly. You know, he's three years younger. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be his sister who does it first. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny that you, because like, I guess the reason I ask is because I also have two siblings, but I'm the oldest. Yeah. So I have sort of the adverse effect of that being the oldest, which is like, you kind of have to go through it first. Like the, you know. Guinea pig. Yeah. The, the guinea pig scenario, I guess, is like that you have to be doing the scary things in life first, going to switching a school or going into high school or whatever, you know, when you're younger, those things that are like, oh man, this is, how do I do this? You know? Which like, are also the same thoughts your parents are having because they're just going, oh, there he goes. How's he going to do this? I don't I know. know. But I think that, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I think having children, I think I compare, I don't compare my parenting style or scenario or anything like that to what my parents did with me. Sometimes they think it's a fun comparison because they, I mean, how much technology has pushed things forward and all these things. And Whole different ballgame. Just think about how much we talk about parenting now. We talk about it all the time. I'd be so lousy at it. Yeah. <laughs> Back then? But like thinking, you know, your kid goes into school, you're thinking, oh man, I hope they're going to think it's okay. I hope they make friends. I hope it's sort of that weird feeling now that sort yeah. of the same thing you feel as a kid, I guess. Yeah. But for from the different from a different angle. But yeah. anyway, happy we got it done. Happy they're, you know, they're in their first week. And, uh, you know, it's good for them. Proud of them for doing it. Well, you asked me a question mm-hmm. of what did I do when I got home? Right, right, right. On my first day. Uh, so, so when I got home, made some breakfast, maybe, you know, my wife and I had breakfast, hung out for a minute. And then, uh, we had, uh, a big PTA, uh, event tonight as we're recording this podcast. Yes. yes. So first day of school was again, as of this recording yesterday. So I was like, well, I'll go to the school cause I've got to prepare, you know, I, I want to make sure that this goes well and I'm going to, you know, do as much as I can today. I've got this time. I knew that like our first day with our kids being in school, we weren't going to get together. Just take the day. So I was like, oh, let's go to school, get some work done. So I get to the school. I go, uh, can I go in the PTA room? We have like a little parent room that's like partly PTA and I think partly for like parent volunteers to come in and do stuff. And they were like, yeah, yeah sure. And so I go in and I get a phone call from... Uh, one of the other members of the PTA who I work really close with. And she was like, is everything okay there? And I was like, yeah, why? And she said, well, the high school down the street is in a lockdown right now. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about that. And she's like, well, my daughter who goes to that high school just texted me. Mm-hmm. And she's really scared. And they're in a real lockdown. And I looked out the door and everything was fine. 
The kids are still playing. And I was like, we're chill here. Uh, I'll look into it. And you look into it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have a, she's like, my brother's a detective. We'll pull some strings and see what I can find out. I was like, great. So she hangs up the phone. I'm kind of getting my stuff to be like, all right, I'm going to see what's going on. Next thing I know, call on the, on the PA. We're in a lockdown now. Real lockdown, not a drill. And you don't know why. We don't know why. We heard a th- the we heard a rumor, but I was like, "Is that really the reason?" Uh, but it was nothing on campus, and so I was like, "I don't know what's going on." And we look, and there are police helicopters and police cars surround the school. Um, and then the PTA friend calls me back, and she's like, "There is a man." who's barricaded himself in the house and he's armed. It's a domestic violence thing. Police have swarmed the building. So it's like close to the high school. I think it was closer to us, closer to you, but that's what I see three houses away from where the school was from like kindergarten entrance. Right. Um, it was really close. If it's the house I was thinking about either way, even if it's close to the high school, the high school is a block and a half away. Right. right. They're still really close to each other. Um, and it's funny because you were asking like, what was like my thoughts on my son going into school? Um, and it was like, you know, it was a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. I was just really excited for him and all that stuff. Uh, and I was actually, what sucks for me is like, I'm not really going to remember that moment as much as when I heard we were in the lockdown, I opened the door because I was like, I got to make sure my door locks. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't know how (laughs) I got in with a key, but did I permanently unlock it? You know, right. Right. Push bar from the inside, twist handle from the outside. And I was like, so I'm playing out the door and I will never forget, uh, opening the door and teachers screaming at their children. And it's not a drill to get inside and they need to lock the doors and barricade themselves in. Right. Um, before you knew any of the reason or what the lockdown was for. Again, I had an idea that it wasn't somebody on campus. So still, that could be pretty triggering just knowing what it was still really triggering. Yeah. It was still super upsetting, uh, just to see children running for potentially their lives. Um, and the teachers screaming to protect them. Uh, and seeing that not in like a YouTube video or whatever, just seeing it in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just very real. And then knowing my daughter is right around the corner, getting one of those kids running classroom. Um, and then, uh, so anyway, we, I stayed in there. We were there for three hours, something like that. Yeah. It was was a long time. Um, technically they were still in school, right? And it wasn't like you were three hours past. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. They're in school, but still, uh, the lockdown was, was re- uh, whatever it is re- st- released uh, like an hour before school got out. Mm-hmm. This is like again early in the morning. I dropped my son off, and then I was home, and then I was at the school at like ten, and then so I guess it's like two, ten, yeah, three hours because I think I left it like one. I was like, it was kind of like a soft. Hey, we're cool, and the guy is apprehended. We're still gonna keep everybody sure, but we don't. We won't get mad if you walk around kind of thing um so i was like i'm gonna go right we're good and they were confirmed to the police it was safe so yeah it was wild and then picking my daughter up from school i'm grateful that she's as young as she is because she 
was just so f***ing annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) That they couldn't go outside or anything? She's like, I hate lockdowns. I hate them so much. That's all she kept saying. And we were like trying to get it out of her. Why do you hate lockdowns? What is it about it? Because we want to be like, do you know that you're in danger and that's scary and that makes you angry? And No, she had no idea. She was in any form of danger, which I'm really appreciative of of her teacher for it. Um, but oh, for sure, yeah. No, we just need to come inside. It's it's an urgent thing. Yeah, but come inside, and now we're going to be inside for now, and we're going to keep going. Like, yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, they were doing stuff. I think because they knew uh, the principal called <laughs> called everybody one by one, and and then the principal called me on my cell and was like, "Are you still in the building?" I was like, "You, you bet I am." And she's like, oh, well, you have to stay there for as long as this is going to be. And I was like, cool. And then she did call me, I think, an hour later. So an hour into the lockdown, she called me and she was like, um, how are you doing and all that stuff? And I was lucky. The PTA room has a bathroom. <laughs> that was key. Vending machine, bathroom, had some cable in there. <laughs> Spent all the PTA's money on gambling. <laughs> Um, but she was like, it seems like we're going to be in this for, we're going to be here for a while. And I was like, okay. And she was, uh, she said, if you want, um, the, um, they call them like the, why do I say it's like gardener, but not quite that word, not quite greenskeeper. It's like a, maybe it's gardener, um, who takes care of the whole building. She's like, he can escort you out of the building if you want to leave. And I told her, my daughter's. I'm going to stay mm-hmm. until yeah. it's safe. I'm not yeah. going to be like, great. <laughs> Get me <laughs> yeah. out of here. Put her in an Uber when it school's over. I was over, planning would you? on taking a nap this afternoon. <laughs> so it's just that like today's my first day yeah. alone because I have my other kids I in guess. school. And so I kind of would like the time to waste alone. the whole day. Instead, <laughs> I'm doing inventory on PTA shirts because I'm so bored. I mean, I could be playing so many video games right now <laughs> for the first time in 10 years. If you would just let me. So anyway, talking to my daughter, going back to that, and she was just talking about she hated it and how bored she was. And then we, and then this was another thing that was just like, God, this sucks. This is so upsetting. Was we called my mom uh, on FaceTime that night just to like chat with her and be like, and Lucy was like, we had a lockdown. And it was the worst. And my mom was like, oh, because she knows she does lockdown drills. Right. So my mom's like, yeah, you got to do those. And I was like, oh, no, mom, it was real. There's nobody in the building. But it was somebody nearby. wasn't great. And she was like, oh, God. Oh, man. Lucy. And I was like, Lucy doesn't know anything. <laughs> don't <laughs> say anything. And my daughter goes, yeah. Um, they had a bucket for us to pee in. <laughs> and we all went. My, wife, my mom and I both <laughs> went. I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> go again. And she was like, yeah, there's a bucket. In the corner with a with a, a rug up for privacy, so that you can go to the bathroom. And I was like, we didn't think about that at no. all. It makes sense. Thinking about like when you go, like my son goes to the bathroom in school. They, you got to bring a friend. Yes, because it's out. You know, you got to go out of your class into down the hall where the bathrooms are. Yeah. For, but yeah, you don't think about like yeah, you're not leaving the classroom, so. Yeah, you're here. And you're little kids who have to go to the bathroom all the time. 
And it was tough because the way my daughter worded it, and this is just one of those funny, uncomfortable moments where she said, to be fair, the exact words she says, we had to pee in a bucket to my mom. And we went, you had to pee in a bucket? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. We'll finish up this call with my mom and we'll revisit that tonight. Um, <laughs> We're going to dog ear that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we had talked to her that night and she was very much like... Um, she was very much all of a sudden like, I didn't pee in a bucket. And I was like, you said you peed in a bucket. Did you pee in a bucket? It's okay if you did. Now we're like having this back and forth. Of, she's like, I never said that. We were like, you know, here's your exact words. And now we're trying to like play this uh, careful dance. Right. Because, because if she's defensive, she's not going to tell you anything. And is she embarrassed? Did right. she pee in a bucket? And some kid right. laughed at her, pointed at her. And now she's like, I don't want to talk about it. So I'll just lie. So we just, we eventually had a level with her and be like, listen, I think when we put her, we've all peed in buckets. Let me, let's let's put that out there right now. (laughs) Twenties buckets, your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. This is not going to be your first or last time. Let me tell you that right now. Take a road trip. Alleys are in your future, depending. (laughs) So, you know, we, we talked to her and we kind of got it out of her. She did not go to the bathroom in a bucket, but Mm -hmm. I just needed to get that final did she or did she not? Cause it's like, I can't get a straight answer out of her. Yeah. Cause she had said we did. And now the story ever since has been, no, we didn't. And I never said we did. And I was like, you did you, did you just confuse your words? And she's like, yes. And I was like, now are you telling me what I want to hear? <laughs> that See, fun it's game a, you're, you're just going like the, you can drive yourself crazy as a parent trying to do that. Right. Because you're right. You're, you're right. It's not like if you grill them, then they feel like they're in trouble or they're feeling like right. they did something wrong, yep. maybe even by saying something in the first place. But it's like your curiosity is like... exact worry. Were you guys peeing in a bucket? Or? <laughs> so I did the parenting game genie move, which was went into school this morning, went into the office, went, I had some PTA stuff to do. And they went, great, come on in. So I went into school, went straight to the teacher's room, her teacher's room, knocked on the door. <laughs> Teacher came out and I was like... Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about yesterday. And she was great. She was so nice. And I was like, before I say anything, I want you to know I don't care and I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs) But do you have a bucket for the children to go to the bathroom in in your room during the lockdown? She's like, yes, yes. We have a shelter in place. Mm-hmm. bucket i want you to know i didn't tell the children anything and i was like i know you didn't because she had no idea she was more annoyed but thank you again i don't <laughs> care that you have a bucket because i didn't want to like march up to her and be like you let these kids pissing in a bucket <laughs> excuse me yeah <laughs> the home depot are lows because i am a loyal customer <laughs> but but i mean at the same time like i mean i guess i got maybe it's your i understand you're curious it wasn't what the that situation was but it's I like but j- if they have to go to the bathroom what else are they supposed to do it wasn't that I wanted to know, did my daughter go to the bathroom in the bucket? <laughs> because if she did, then I have a larger problem of like, okay, now she lied to me. Whereas my working theory was that she said <laughs> we had to pee in a bucket. Like meaning if you had to go, we had a bucket to pee in right. is the same as we had to pee in a bucket. And I just needed to confirm that. <laughs> and she was like, we had it. Um, we were in lockdown for like an hour and a half before they let us 
come out to run people back and forth to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever had to use the bucket. And I was like, great. And I just told her the reason I was asking. I was like, I'm not being, I'm trying not, I'm not trying to be that obnoxious parent, but here's the story. And I told her, and she was like, I completely understand. And yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, great. It's <laughs> just, I definitely was like, I did do PTA stuff. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> Right in after you after you I didn't out abuse your, my powers after you fill out your detective paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> case closed, my friend. <laughs> case closed. Well, okay, here it is. It's time for a dumb dad moment. Hit me with it. I. Uh, this is one of those things when you sort of commit to doing a podcast with your friend talking about the experiences of being a parent and all the stupid things we do as parents and uh-huh. the situations we find ourselves in. You didn't realize the whole time, but talking about like going to the bathroom in a bucket or going to the bathroom in inconvenient places, how well you're tying into the dumb dad moment I was bringing to the table this week. And I tell you something, Kevin, I, I'm just going to be honest with you because I have to bring it to the table and tell you because it's an entertaining story as much as I do not want to tell you. Mm-hmm. So lately when the kids uh, or my son's been getting up for school and everything, I've been trying to get up just a little bit earlier. And I know we've both done this before, but like I'd like to go on a walk in the morning just to kind of clear my thoughts before the day. Sure. Before I get up and I'm like, you know, before I can even make a cup of coffee, the kids are all over it. And it's like, we got to get ready to go what to time school. Is, or what time whatever. do you like to take your walk? I would ideally, I would like to get up between like six and six fifteen, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. and then I'd not go for like a not for an hour or anything, but just like a nice walk around the neighborhood. Sometimes sure. I'm gone for longer than others, whatever, just whatever yeah. the morning feels like, right? So a few days ago, I get, <laughs> I get up for my I get up in the morning, and my daughter still does this thing where she she'll sleep until something wakes her up and it's usually the neighbors or something weird or whatever and it's uh-huh. anywhere between the 4:30 to 5:30 hour and she'll come in our room and like lay in our bed and like fall asleep for a while. Mm-hmm. And then she'll usually get up maybe around 7 or something. Yeah. So she'll kind of just like finish off the night of sleep in our bed. So when I get up to go for a walk or something I try my best to kind of slip out of bed so it's not both kids are definitely awake and I'm like, oh, I'm going to check out for 45 minutes. Well, my wife's still working. Sure. So anyway, needless to say, I get up and I kind of think, all right, I'm just going to go like right now. So I basically get up, put my shoes on, pull my shirt on and kind of like mm-hmm. squeeze out the door. I don't even know if both kids are up. I was thinking maybe it was one of those mornings where I'm like, I'm lucky I'm out early. I can go for a little bit of a longer so walk. so slick right now. And I can go for a little bit of a longer walk. Uh-huh. They're, they're both not even up yet at all. So I start taking off. I'm in the neighborhood. It's a nice morning. I think I'm listening to a podcast or whatever the case may be, right? And I go probably like three blocks down, three blocks up. I'm you know, a decent space away from my house uh-huh. before I start start feeling like I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh. And this is one of those situations where you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. I probably have to cut my walk short now. Mm-hmm. I got to go home. This sucks. Um, so I start heading home. And then all of a sudden I feel like a little warm. And then I got to go to the bathroom. No, Kevin, I don't need to tuck behind and go pee behind a tree. I got to, you know, yeah, that make, kind of warmth. Got to make it. When you say I feel warm, I thought you yeah, well, you're, yourself. No, 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 no. Where you your body's warm, like, your body's like, we're gonna kind of sweat in some areas for a little uh-huh. bit to relieve some of the tension you're building up in your abdomen. 
I can't wait to hear your next doctor's report. <laughs> Good lord. The hell. So your body starts melting. I think <laughs> Listen, man. When your body is about to defecate and you're not near a toilet, all kinds of weird things happen to your body. Sure. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So at one point, anyway, let's just fast forward to the real serious situation. Uh-huh. I start heading home, but I'm still like six blocks from my house before it's like... Before you, know, you start you, walking with your toes facing outwards. <laughs> before like you, you start, you're like before shuffling. Before you start walking you know? like one of the who's from the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Sure, yeah. I'm like, it's more of a shuffle uh-huh. and uh, a direct line, you know, just kind of crossing streets. Walking like a rich person in an 90s film who's really gotten salted good and he walks away. Right. It's really Exactly. Good. Yeah, chest out. Chest but out. also chest immediately in. Baby, and then. But baby steps. Just little. Yeah, kind of baby foot, steps. Foot, foot, foot. Wishing I wasn't wearing shoes or a shirt, but happy I was wearing. It was like, yeah, I was like out of my mind at this point. At some point, I decided I'm running. Walking now. like a dog on its hind <laughs> legs. <laughs> At some point, I start running to my house. Really? Yes. Now, here's the thing. I just needed to change the situation because the walking was not working. It was like, I'm in trouble in less than five minutes here. And I knew it. So I thought, maybe the closer I can get, the better it'll be. Yeah. So I started running. I love this. And that got me about two blocks closer. And now I'm thinking like, this is now an emergency situation. Mm-hmm. I and at the whole time I, I could call my wife, but by the time she gets here, I'll be s- sitting, Here's the or problem. really on the curb, and like that's not uh-huh. that's not a great situation. I think if I went from a standing up to prone or bending over position, it would have shot it out like a slingshot. I didn't know what to do. Okay, so I turned the corner up my block. I'm on my street. Okay, home stretch. I'm briskly doing the dog bear in the circus walk (laughs) i get about halfway up my block Mm -hmm. and it was go time i didn't make it home you pooped your pants no i chose to run to this run to the street over by a tree and just squat and just shoot it out (laughs) and run home what (laughs) that was the decision i made and I don't know if I regret it or not. I was wearing shorts. So the thing is like, it's what either What does that like, mean you were wearing shorts? Well, I was wearing shorts. So I mean like, if I put my pants walking home, it's everywhere. Oh, uh, okay. So you know, it's like, why drag it on for 50 feet when I could just kind of just set it and forget it? <laughs> I think this is a crime. <laughs> it was one of the scariest moments of my life. So did the deed. Went home, and here's the problem. By the time I get home, this has all been such a nightmare situation. It's yeah, I gotta go to school. So I go home. The underwear is toast. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'd say so. That's a safe. Nobody was not a single person that's still, if they are, still listening. Not a single person wanted an update on the underwear. Nobody was like, "Ooh, I wonder if he kept those with a wedding underwear." Is it an anniversary <laughs> so gift, bad, dude. <laughs> It was so bad. I mean, in the situation, it happened. It happened like it happened so fast. And then I'm on my not way home. for somebody who saw it. <laughs> That's all I could think was like. I hope to God nobody had to watch that. Listen, you hope to God, but our doorbells have cameras on them. <laughs> I know. 
And you passed a lot of doorbells. I know. The, only, the other second half of me thinks like, if anybody is watching this has ever seen me in the neighborhood and knows what we do, they saw a dumb dad just in the street, bridesmaid style. I mean, it was this one of this one of the most disappointing moments of my life. I was disappointed in myself for just walking out of the house thinking I could get away with it, and um, and I paid for it dearly. And I wouldn't wish that on my enemy. It was awful. Okay, and, and so that was my dumb dad moment. I left the house thinking Stop. I thinking I could just wake up and go. Stop talking. And you can't do that. Stop talking. <laughs> Please stop talking. <laughs> Shut your mouth. This is an important question. Did you go back and clean up what you did? Yes, I did. I went, I dropped my kid off at school. Okay. This is I such an important question. Bag. I know, I know it. I knew you were going to ask it. I was prepared for it because I couldn't bring myself to not do that. Because somebody's going to park their car in front of their house and step in it. I mean, and that's just like, what is, that's like the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I dropped my kid off at school. Came home, and let me tell you, I've never done anything so fast in my life. It was like Indiana Jones doing the swap. It was like I pulled up, made sure no cars were coming down the street or behind me. I ran out of my car with a, the, it's like, you know, it's like we've, if you have a dog, you know how to pick it up. I've had a dog before. I know how to pick it up. What was the swap? Your dignity? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it happens to, I would, I would love to say it happens to the best of us, it happens to everybody, but it doesn't. It just happened to me. It was horrible. Nobody would call that, that's amazing. Nobody would call that yep. the best of us. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Didn't feel at my best at that moment. When was this? It was uh, last week. Have you changed your walking around? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got I got back on the horsey the next day. Was terrified. I think I probably just walked around my block like three times. Is like I'm going to stay within about sixty seconds of my house. Oh, so man. just been branching out slowly but surely on my morning walk since. But man, I think we should have our next live at your general practitioner. <laughs> 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 just to check in, see if there's anything we can be doing differently. <laughs> I'm sure there's a number of things we can be doing differently. I don't know which one it is that's going to nip that in the bud. I, did, I just didn't know but you were that stressed about your daughter going to preschool. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. It affected you. You're right. Yeah, It was an emotional dump in all angles. In that way, you're right. I am a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, trust me, man. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to get to Kevin's house and tell him about this. But it was kind of an emotionally it. heavy episode. I yeah. they just relieved some of the uh, the weight there. Yeah. If just, you will. Just, you know, throw it out there. Into the road. Yeah, toss it out there. Yeah. Just get, you just put it out there in the world and see who... I want to apologize. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize to everyone out there, but this is a warning. Everyone knows this is a warning out there. Stay in your house until... You've gone to the bathroom. Guys, if you have dumb dad stories that don't involve defiling our roads and bridges. <laughs> you guys can write them in to us. You can email us, dumbdadpod at gmail.com, or you can DM us 
at Dumb Dad Pod on Instagram, which is also our handle on TikTok and Twitter. And we're the mm-hmm. Dumb Dads on YouTube, where you can watch this full episode of this podcast. And you guys can subscribe to that and watch longer videos that we have on there. Please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, but you can get this wherever, wherever you listen to the old podcast. Wherever podcasts are sold. Evan, do you have a joke? Sure. So in baseball, the pitcher throws the ball. Why does he lift one leg up? Um, I don't mind. Well, because if he lifted two, he'd fall down. Oh. Mm-hmm. That doesn't address the... That just... That made me mad. Yeah. And that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye! Bye! <laughs>